This is retired football coach Bob Christmas, and you are listening to Crunch Time. Believe with all your heart. Believe in yourself. Believe in each other. And believe that in four quarters, we're going to walk in this locker room, we're going to break the music up, and we're going to dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Nine. That was strong. You like that? That was very, very strong. <laughs> That's mid-season four. Jimmy right and I there. were, I tell you what, we were, uh, uh, we were laughing right before I we came We were on. laughing. I almost didn't make the mark there, but, um, hey, week nine district races are, uh, are clearing up. Playoff teams getting solidified. Congrats to the top of their districts. I mean, these guys are getting it done. Yes. They're doing what they need to do to stay there. Uh, Salem, Bird, Radford, all getting big wins. Hidden Valley got their first win, guys. Look at that. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Way over, to go Titans. Yep. How about that? So uh, good for them. Good for Coach Weaver over there. Uh, Botetot won a tight one. Yes. Against uh, the Fighting Leftwiches. Dog fight over there. Buddy. The Fighting we- uh, William Fleming Leftwiches. Exactly. Which kind of fits Leverages. you too. Leverages. The Leverages. <laughs> How about PH outpacing Christiansburg? You know, it's... It's interesting. It's this happens late in the season. You know, both starting quarterbacks are on crutches. Well, and I did not know that yeah. until I saw the highlights last night. And here comes Tanner on a set of crutches, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay. Now this makes a little more sense. Yeah, why Christiansburg, you know, struggled right. a little bit. But look, it, you know, it's next guy up at this time in the season. And boy, we watched the Carter kid over at PH. He's really stepped up with Beasley being out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that the young man up in Christiansburg can follow suit and be next I thought he looked up. good. He looked good. Cotto looked good. Yeah. Isaiah Cotto just stepped in there and, uh, and did a job. But, you know, sometimes, though, it takes a team a little, you know, maybe a week, a couple weeks to, you know, kind of adjust to that kid not being in the huddle. Anymore. Well, you're not going to replace Tanner Evans. No way. I mean, you, There's yeah, just, I mean you're just, just not. Too productive. He's, right. he's a senior, you know, but... Um, but anyways, uh, they did a good good job. That was a good game. I was at the Galax Richlands game. Wow, Galax rolled. That was a good one. And then JF and LCA. I know there's another game next week. Yes, they both won, but they're on a collision course for the last right. game of the year to settle the Seminole. That's it. It's going to be good. And I'll be honest with you, right now watching both of Uh-oh, them. Oh, here we go, no. Crystal Ball. No, no, oh, watching okay. watching both okay. of them. I don't know who to pick right now. They are playing so well right now, and as a team, you look at both of these teams right now, and you're going, wow. Somebody get my picture with Coach. He's indecisive. Well, I could tell you quickly who I would pick uh, (laughs) regarding that. Well, Coach, I know who you're going to pick. Last last night was the first time I've seen LCA play, so I I wasn't able to go to see the big Salem LCA game. So, uh, also, beautiful stadium they have there. it's amazing the similarities that the look of the colors that they right. have with Liberty, you know, obviously. Uh same. Tie, yeah. Yep, correct. So but how much of a distraction is it for them to run out, you know, of the bulldog 
and things like that. Do you feel like the other team is kind of in awe of what they're seeing, or do you? No, I, I think they've run out of that bulldog so much that everybody's okay. used to it. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was nice to be at their stadium. Um, a good crowd, um, and it it was a it was a it was a great evening. Beautiful night. Had a little yeah. bit of rain over in Lynchburg at that. You know, blew away right before the kickoff, and um, just a perfect. nice stadium. Yeah, yeah perfect. Very that nice happened, stadium. That happened down in Galax too. The the weather kind of cleared. It got cold. Right. Got a little chilly. That was good. I mean, that's that's football weather. But you know, I laughed, Jimmy, because you said you know it's the first time you got to see LCA. If you ever watch LCA, where we watch it on the sidelines, they're hard to see because their line's so big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, oh, I mean, yeah. if you get in the wrong angle. You got to wait till the guy gets past the line of scrimmage to see the ball carrier. I mean, they're big dudes. Who's the center at LCA? I saw a picture last night that one of the TV networks had on. Uh, they were showing, and he had his arms extended out. Wow. Oh, and it's probably Eastern Wear. It's it not may, Big Seventy Eight's the guy that well, really anchors the line. Yeah, he was blocking, but his arms. I'm talking the span. Three guys couldn't have got through him yeah. with the way that he was standing and those arms were out. <laughs> However, I will say. You know, EC Glass uh, was in the game and, you know, had their opportunities. And and I also say, you know, Glass is big. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, those guys were, uh, they they were matched up really well against each other. But, um, you know, it was interesting just to watch, you know, Gideon and to keep reminding myself that he's still only a junior. Right. So, no, I get it. You know, we watched that show in Salem last night. I get it. And you look at these kids and you're going, Granted, you're a senior, but you're still a high school kid. Yeah. And you're running around on these kids. You know, Peyton Lewis had five touchdowns last night. That's amazing. There there's, there weren't a lot of high school kids that size when I no. was coming up. I mean, no. he's six. Uh, Easton wears, I think, six, five, six, six. Yeah. Probably three bills. Right. And can move. Oh, yeah. I got a chance to talk with his dad last night. Oh, good. Yeah, he was uh, there doing the filming for LCA and... Didn't realize who he was until we spoke a little longer. And um, very nice man. So if and I, I'm sure if Easton takes after his father, he must be a he's a great kid because his dad was a really nice man to yeah. to talk with. You him. didn't recognize uh, him by his wingspan. I didn't, but his dad's a big guy yeah. too. But I did did ask him. I said, "Is how much bigger is Easton than you?" And he says, "Well, he said I am looking up to him now." So <laughs> great atmosphere. Not, but uh, <laughs> anyway, it was a it, it was a great. Of a future college player, yeah. so yeah, How about that. All right, you're listening to Crunch Time, your weekly area high school sports radio show for Central and Southwest Virginia. We love high school sports. Two hours today, and we need it. Got a lot going on. Uh, I tell you, we're so excited because uh, we're going to have uh, Coach Brad Lutz. We're going to call him and yeah. talk to the William Bird head man today. Here in probably about ten minutes, we hope. And then uh, we've got really, I'm I'm excited about this too. Legendary. Uh, coach Bob Christmas. Yes. Who was at, last he was at Amherst County. Most people know him from Jefferson Forest. He's been all over. He's been in Florida, Georgia, everywhere. And um, it's so much fun. I just interviewed him. So that one's really fresh. Uh, we're going to hear um, certainly uh, the first part of that. And we may have to do, we're going to do it in two parts today because we want to make sure it doesn't run too long in the first part and catch him in the second part, keep you around for that second part. But it is good stuff. Good deal. Very good stuff. All right, let me, uh, and and don't forget, you know, we also, you know, we're doing our best to get out and cover the other fall sports. Uh, volleyball is happening. It's going on. Uh, Hidden Valley volleyball, girls volleyball is just. Yeah, um, Hidden Valley finished uh, undefeated 
season in the River Ridge. So, yeah. and also got to see a great uh, Glenver team finish out their season, and it appears they're going to make playoffs as well. So that's that's good. Fantastic golf's wrapping up, cross country competition cheer. Always talk about the bands. We have some great bands uh, in the area, and they. They work harder than anybody time-wise. I mean, it's unbelievable how much time those kids put in, and they're so talented. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me set the studio. You just heard him uh, straight due north of me, uh, the wizard. The wizard. I'm just going to say the wizard. the wizard. Coach Randy Leftwich. He He's well, the I wizard do. because he runs that board over there, and none of us know what he's doing. And that's a good thing. It is a good thing. That's job <laughs> security. That's, you know, that's a good thing. Very good. Very good. Uh, so good to have you, Coach. And then next to him, Dave the Boss Ross. Love to have Dave and his perspective. His crew was at the Bird Franklin County game last night. What a good one that was. And that one will be on air today. It'll be on the website today at 3 p.m. on crunchhssports.com. It's crunchhssports.com. Uh, and then next week, you know, we got a big one, uh, which I'll let him announce. But uh, but anyways, uh, Dave, how you doing? I'm doing fine. It's it's always a pleasure to get in here with uh, the three musketeers. I'll tell you that. Well, I think I think of us as four musketeers four, exactly. right now. Yeah, the four horsemen. The four right. horsemen. I like yeah. it. Wait a minute. Of the apocalypse. Well, yeah, not the apocalypse. <laughs> I, yeah, that's. I don't know. Wait, we got to think of a, a better four stooges. Now there were three exactly. of them. Uh, I don't know. We'll find something. But good to have you in here, Dave. Um, and then, Dave, what's your real quick? You know, let's not bury the lead. What's your what's your game next week? Christiansburg uh, uh, and Salem. Oh, Christiansburg and Salem. He ain't messing that. around. That's too. I mean, that, yeah. every game is really good. If you haven't seen those, they're still they're out there on the the website. We we leave the games out there. You can go out and watch uh, Dave and his crew. Uh, do their thing, and it's so much fun to watch. I mean, you get to see an you go to a game, and then you get to see an extra game, and you can watch it. And, and if and if you don't like the guy who's doing the commentating, you can just turn the volume down. Wow, I'm, how I watch it. There's a vol. I was gonna say there's a volume button. <laughs> <That's how I laughs> oh, oh wow! Gosh. Here we go. Wow. They're off and running, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Teed him up there. Okay. All right, next to Dave the Boss, Ross, we've got Mr. Jimmy Thing himself, our photo expert. How you doing, Jim Bob? Doing good, doing good. Good to be here on this Saturday morning. Yeah, we thought we were going to lose him on a job, but we we pulled him back in. We're glad to have him here this morning with us. Um, and and uh, Jimmy, uh, his thing is the crunchmvp.com site. All your photos out there from, yes. you know, not just football, uh, other sports. He's got some great. You know what I like? I like your opening photos. Like, you got your favorites? Oh, yeah. So what are there, like eight or ten of your favorite yeah, there's shots? There's about six favorite shots. Six. I tried to pull a couple, you know, I, I tried to pull pictures from each sport that was, you know, sort of happening. And the the cover photo, I've just not been able to take out, though. It's uh, it, it's. It's just one that... That's a dunk? It is. It's the dunk in the 2019, I think, state championship game of Northside, and I just haven't been able to take it down. It was one of my favorites, and so I've I've kept it as the opening. So if nothing else, go out to crunchmvp.com, look at the, the openings, and watch those... Uh, uh, all of them but one are current athletes that are out there, you know, playing now for local high school. How about that? Okay. You'll even see... Um, you know, Peyton Lewis is out there, so nice. that's that's pretty cool to see that. I'll make you a deal too. I bet I bet you, listeners, that you can't go out and look at just his favorites and not crack 
the rest of them. Right. Not go in there and look at other photos because they're so good. Oh, yeah. They're so good. And if you if you look at his games, a lot of times, if you weren't at the game, if you just follow his, because they take so many photos, if you just follow the photos, the line of photos, you can get a feel for the game. Right. You can get a feel for what happened, all the big plays, all the turnovers, all the touchdowns, uh, just about everything in there. Yeah, and it, I, I had a good time last night. Um, you talked about the bands earlier. Yeah. Man, Liberty Christian Academy, they, they have a great band, but they also have unbelievable props that are out there. Mm, I, I've never okay. I've never been on the field where they pull out a, it's about a 18, 20 foot long curved bridge. Really? That, they, that the Ooh. kids will step up on the bridge and, and it's almost like a, a place where you can highlight, you know, someone doing a, one of their instruments and but it was man, it was quite a quite a scene out there okay. at Liberty Christian last what, night. What's it a bridge to, over? It was not over troubled waters for Liberty Christian Academy. I no. can tell right. you that. Very good. It was not. You owe me one. Boom. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you owe me for that. as long as no one starts singing. <laughs> All right, I want to try something new today. I'm gonna. We got a full show, but I want to bring up something, and I want our listeners. And we'll talk about it at the end of the show. But I want to bring up something that's top of mind with me that I want the listeners to think about. And they can text us uh, questions or answers that they have about this. Uh, we're going to spend a little time on it. I'm going to set it up right now. But we want to hear from you. You can get me at crunchhssports at gmail.com. That's how you can send me a, a message if you want to be, be involved in this. Just give us your your first name if you want, and we'll we'll... We'll bring it up on, on air. We can't do everybody, but we'll do some. And then, Coach, how can they get you? Uh... Yeah, they can go through Greg Roberts Live Facebook page. Uh, we are on right now live on the Facebook page. And so if you go there, we're the, we're the video it's playing right now. So click on that, and you can shoot us questions there. Okay, so this is a football thing. This is something that uh, actually um, uh, Newberry Ford, my buddy, uh, Mr. Newberry over at Newberry Ford, he and I were talking uh, about this, but uh, a couple weeks ago, West Virginia played uh, Houston, yes, and they lost on a hail mary pass, right? And uh, they just scored. The quarterback ran around, got a penalty, and then it had to kick it off, uh, a, you know, longer than normal. Houston got it about midfield. They completed a pass, and then they won on a hail mary pass, right? So I've always wondered, you know, when I played, we were taught the strategy is you knock it down. If you're a defender, correct, knock it to the ground. Yes. Don't try to catch it. Spike it Don't. down. Just just bat it away. Yep. So when I was talking to Mr. Newberry, he said I didn't teach now he he holds the West he holds the WVU interceptions record. Oh, okay. He said he said I didn't teach my kids. He also coached in high school. He said I didn't teach my kids that. He said I told them to possess it. Gotcha. He said, so because you run the risk, if you knock it down, it could be deflected. Somebody could be diving. They could sure. catch it. So if you knock it down, you're not possessing it. You're leaving the ball live right. in play, and, and bad things can happen. The Houston quarterback, he didn't throw it like a punt, like you see a lot of times. He threw it like he was throwing it to somebody running a pattern. So it was much a lower arc. Yes. And what happened was West Virginia, the guys came together, and the guy who actually caught the touchdown pass actually got knocked out of the mix. And when he turned back to where the ball was landing, you know, in the group, yeah, it just bounded to him. He yeah. caught it, and he stepped into the end zone. Right. My question for our listeners and any coaches out there is, what is the right strategy? What do you think you should do on a Hail Mary play? Should you knock it down? Should you possess it? Or is there some other answer? 
Well, don't they call it a finger drill now or something where you're just supposed to kind of tip it off the end of your fingers and kind of like you volleyball? Offense? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like volleyball. You tip it up in the air and hopefully it lands in somebody's hand. Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Well, that's hard too because if you have a good receiver who's taller and get higher, he doesn't want to tip it. He wants right. to possess it. Yeah. He can get to it first. He wants to grab it and pull it in. Right. It's really, it's not a clear-cut thing to me. But anyways, I'm going to put it out there. We're going to talk more about it at the end of the show. We hope some listeners will chime in and tell us what you think, uh, what the right play is. But I just thought, I thought, something different. I want to do that. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but back in the day, I always remember. Uh-oh. No, I oh. always remember. Soft helmets? Yes, yeah, soft helmets. <laughs> I always remember, you know, hit it to the ground. Smack it down to yeah. the ground. Don't let them, you know, because if it, if it stays in the air, like you said, people get it. But if you smack it down, then, you know, you're just, you're done with that play. But, boy, it it turned quick. And in the uh, oh. in the gaming world of uh, betting, that was a bad beat. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, West Virginia was a uh, three-point favorite in that ball game, and they were up by four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> within a no. second. A lot of people lost that ball game. A lot of people Quick. lost some money, yeah. So, anyways, I just thought I'd bring that up, and we'll do this from time to time. I just think it's it's fun. Real quick, Dan Fouch said, look, possess the ball. Ooh. Any batting could be a foul. So, Dan, Dan Fouch. Way to go, Danny. Yeah. Awesome, Dan. So, look at, you know. So, he's with the he's in the Newberry camp. He's in the Newberry camp. He's not in camp. the coach camp where Correct. you knock it to the ground. Correct. What, what other, is there another camp? Jimmy, your camp is just... Knock everybody oh, no, out of the I way. mean, no, my my camp when you were when you were saying it, and of course I am not a football player. I only played half a year of football in the eighth grade, okay. and realized I did not like football. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I did not like people hitting me. Yes. So. but he's a very aggressive basketball exactly. player. That's true. Yeah. That's a different right. story. Okay. But, right. but my camp would have been when you first mentioned it. My camp would be that you literally knock it to not tip it. I mean, if it's if you're defending it, you knock it to the ground. Oh, I you're mean, in coaches to the ground. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, knock it down hard, not right, no. tipping it, not not giving it a chance. And even how coach referred to it as spiking it. Um, yeah, that's yeah. But that's my camp. But um, that's again, coach's camp. Oh well, then I yeah, as hard as this camp. is for me to say, I'm <laughs> really? in coach's camp. Crystal ball <laughs> camp in the crystal ball camp. <laughs> <laughs> All right, love it. All right, we're gonna so. Appreciate that, Dan Fouts. That's awesome. Keep com- keep them coming in. We want to hear what people think, fans, coaches, whatever. Um, I've got to thank all of you, our listeners out there. Thanks so much for tuning in. We love doing this. We're so glad that you'll spend Saturday mornings with us before college football to get another recap of high school sports. And we love that you're – I know a lot of people are mowing, they're doing gardening, they're doing getting chores. Getting up leaves. Yeah. Getting up leaves, but they're listening to the show, and we really appreciate that. I'd also like to thank our sponsors, just a, a wonderful group that makes this all possible. Virginia Furniture Market, Haley Toyota, uh, Pittman Construction, Salem Civic Center, Boys and Girls Club of Southwest Virginia, Custard Stand Chili, 20 mm-hmm. years. Look wow. at that. Uh, Ginger's nice. Jewelry, um, the Moneris Group, uh, the Marius Mir- Group. We got Virginia Western Community College, Bellasinos. 20 years there. 20 years there, too. Dogwood Restaurant, Tater Benson, MKB Realtor. Got You got to start with Tater on that. Boxley, uh, Southern Air, and then Bugman, uh, Chris Neininger. And uh, he also has Crawl Space and the Kip Neininger uh, Sports Foundation uh, group there. So we really appreciate all our sponsors. Now, let me tell you a quick story. Oh, I, let me tell you something. I call uh, Jimmy this week and uh, to let him know some information. And Jimmy goes... 
Uh, Coach, I'm at the Dogwood sitting down getting ready to eat. <laughs> I called him there, too. And it, you both called within ran, five minutes of each other. He ran me off the phone. He's yeah, like, I didn't. He's like, I'm getting ready to eat. Uh, I'm going to have to go. Wow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my napkin tucked yes. in my tucked shirt at the moment. I just put uh, butter on my mashed potatoes. And, you know, you got a, you got a time period there, Coach. You can't. Just let the butter run everywhere. That's a good so. point. You know, there's a button on the side of that phone that you can hit. <laughs> well, to, to I know, a but, but I thought if Coach is calling, which is so seldom that yeah. he calls me, that some he needed something. And right. trying to be a good friend, I huh. answered him when I realized it wasn't <laughs> <That's an> important. <laughs> it, it was important, but it wasn't an emergency. Yes, I, I decided Love that it. I would just, and I did not answer Carl's. No, call I thought he had gore he corn. Called me too. I thought he was eating gore corn. I missed it this yeah. year. Yeah. Okay, so that's still. the dogs wouldn't. That's their new slogan. So good, it'll run you off the phone. <laughs> when you call. Love it, love it. All right, hey, I got to mention. Uh, thanks so much to Jeremy Eubank over at uh, uh, North Cross. Last weekend at, at North Cross, uh, they had the Milestat Invitational. North uh, Cross boys were first out of thirty-one teams. Isn't that fantastic? Uh, Alex Dickinson and then Carrie. Kerrigan Cheney set new, uh, both Alex Dickinson and, Cher- and Kerrigan Cheney, I'll get it out, set new 5K school uh, records. Okay. Way to go. Uh, Cheney was seventh in the overall in the elite girls division with a time of 1730. Yikes. Good day. I mean, if somebody was chasing me to do harm, I couldn't do 1730. Exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, thanks so much, uh, to the AD over there, Jeremy Eubank, for, for passing on. And pass along whatever, guys. We, we want to get it out there. Uh, like I said, big treat today. Bird fans, uh, soon here in a few minutes, we're going to have Coach Brad Lutz on the line with us. Uh, probably around, looks like maybe around 1025, we hope. Um, so stick with us. Um, our games last night that we covered, EC Glass, LCA, uh, James River at Glenver, and Richlands at Galax. And then certainly, hey, Ross and his team were... Uh, we in Bird and Franklin County, so you're going to see a lot about that in in our materials out there. Um, state champions last night, real quick. Freedom uh, killed Potomac, 65 to nothing. Highland Springs and Phoebus both are playing today. Highland Springs plays Hermitage, and Phoebus plays Minchfield. Uh, that's tonight at, at seven o'clock. So they've gone to the Saturday schedule. Dinwiddie, 70 to 21 over Prince George. Yikes! Uh, Graham got our Pulaski County Cougars, 52 24, and Riverheads beat Stewart Straff, 28 to three. And then I've been tracking Mari because they're right. a great team. They seem oh to beat everybody, Lord. 85 to nothing. Good day over Norview. I think they're wait, wow. whoa! They just scored again. Exactly. I, I mean, so. it's it's Whew. it's crazy. Wow. So all right. Real quick, uh, touching on college football, uh, JMU beat Marshall what, Thursday night. They did. 20-9, to 9, I believe the score was. Uh, UVA at UNC at 6.30 tonight. Yep. I always look to coach to double check because I, I get all over the place. Yep, 6.30 tonight. You'll hear it right here on Sports Radio WPLY. So join in with us about 5.30 for pregame. Awesome. University of Richmond at North Carolina A&T today. Towson. Uh, at William & Mary, 3.30 today. Appalachian at uh, ODU at 7 o'clock tonight. Um, Liberty played. Liberty's playing in the middle of the week. They are. Which is wild. Yeah. So they play Tuesday. They've got Western Kentucky. That'll be a good one. Right. Yeah. Uh, this Tuesday. Uh, and then Syracuse at Virginia Tech next 
Thursday, right, right. Coach? Yes. Uh, the 26th. So. And then just big uh, college games today, number seven, Penn State at number three, Ohio State. That'll be a good one. Uh, Tennessee, number 17 at number 11, Alabama. Number 16, Duke at uh, number four, Florida State. Yep. For you ACC uh, fans. And then uh, 14, Utah at number 18, USC. Those are just some things that have, uh, some games that have stood out to me. All right, so um, I'm going to wait and do our circle the campfire after Coach Lutz because I want to, he's traveling, he's headed to Emory and Henry, his son plays down there. So I want to make sure I have plenty of time to talk with Coach Lutz. So we're going to go to a break. When we come back from break, we'll be talking to William Bird, head coach Brad Lutz. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Hey, Roanoke, it's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. During Trucktober, reserve your Tacoma, Tundra, or one of our six different SUVs. Or take delivery now of one of our in-stock Highlanders or Tundras. In addition, every pre-owned truck will be discounted. Have you banged up your current truck? The Haley Collision Center is now the only Toyota-certified body shop in the Roanoke and New River Valleys. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. CIAA football is back in Salem. The Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association Football Championship game returns to Salem Stadium on Saturday, November 11th. Come watch the winners of the Northern and Southern Divisions battle it out for the right to be called champions in this storied conference final that dates back to 1912. Come for the tailgating, the game, the halftime band pageantry, and the fun. Kickoff is at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Salem Stadium. So come get your tickets at the Salem Civic Center box office, or you can get them at the game on game day. What's the deal with all these stink bugs? Well, here's the deal from Bugman. The official name, Haleomorpha halus, commonly known as the brown stink bug. Arrived in the U.S. from Asia in the mid-90s, and now they're everywhere. Duh. And we really notice them as it turns cooler because these little stinkers love the warmth and shelter of your home, and they can find their way through the smallest little crack or any opening. And if you grab one of these to throw it out... P.U. Something stinks. If you're sick of these stinkers, call Bugman 345-2200. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. 
Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. Are you ready to make a bunch of money without going to college? Check out how Southern Air Apprenticeships can jumpstart your career. HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians charge hundreds of dollars per hour. Southern Air will teach you how to make your time this valuable, and we're hiring now. If you're looking for a job after high school and don't want to rack up student loan debt or spend your parents' retirement on college, check out Southern Air Certified Trade Apprenticeships. Start your career debt-free and ahead of your peers with Southern Air today. Your HVAC fix since 1940. 46. Apply today at Southern Air Online. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, friends. Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty. 540-353-7173. 
CIAA football is back in Salem. The Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association football championship game returns to Salem Stadium on Saturday, November 11th. Come watch the winners of the Northern and Southern Divisions battle it out for the right to be called champions in this storied conference final that dates back to 1912. Come for the tailgating, the game, the halftime band pageantry, and the fun. Kickoff is at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Salem Stadium. So come get your tickets at the Salem Civic Center box office, or you can get them at the gate on game day. Welcome back, everybody. This is Crunch Time. We've got uh, Coach Brad Lutz, uh, William Bird's head man on the phone. Coach, thanks so much for carving out some time. I know you're down at Emory and Henry uh, uh, following your son down there. How's he doing? How's the team doing down in there real quick? Uh, they're doing they're doing okay. They're still transitioning into the SAC conference, which is probably one of the better Division II conferences in the country. Um, and this is year two of that. Um, and then Bryson's doing well. Uh, we've got a couple of our Terrier alumni here, both Richards uh, boys who graduated the last two years, and then Bryson is up here as well. And uh, and this is his second year starting at center for them. And I'm uh, really really proud of all three of them. Oh, that's great. That's great. All right, so we got to get right to it. Uh, we and Bird, man, you guys are having such a phenomenal season, 7-1, and one, only one blemish, and that's really a close 14-10. to 10. Could have gone either way game to Christiansburg. Uh, you got tough wins over Botetot now and Fleming and, and, and last night against a good Franklin County team, 18-10. to 10. Talk about your team a little bit. I mean, I think you, uh, for whatever reason, the Terriers have flown under the radar with some people this year. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we've had two uh, two difficult seasons, and when I use the word difficult, I mean that it struggled to win some games, but um, it's proven to be two uh, great seasons for us leading up to this year. We've got a lot of experience. Our kids learned some hard lessons in the game of football, but they stuck with it, and uh, the reward has is, is been great for them this year. Uh, we've still got a lot of work to do, obviously, but uh, – I'm really proud of this group of kids. I, this is my 25th year of, of being a football coach. Wow. And I, I can honestly say this is as proud as I've ever been of the team. They've just uh, really bought into the team part. And, you know, when you go through tough times together, it makes you better. And uh, these kids are invested in each other. And as a result, we've, we've had a better season. Yeah, you know, it's so much fun to see where the hole is greater than the parts. And uh, these these guys play with a chip on their shoulder. They play together. I remember I watched you uh, scrimmage Glenver earlier this year, and I tell you what, you could hear the pads popping then. And, and you know, a lot of times teams sort of mimic the, the head coach and his personality, and it feels like these guys are, are uh, a bunch of yous running around out there. So uh, credit to you there, Coach. Uh, let's let's uh, Typically on a, on a team that's playing well, it starts with the leader, uh, the guy under center, the guy behind center. Uh, let's talk about your quarterback, uh, what a special guy he is, Izzy Hairston. Uh, has he seems to have great vision and great speed. Uh, I tell you, Izzy uh, is a total package kid, uh, and I, you know, I've we've got a lot of college coaches ask me about him. A lot of people in the media have asked me about him, and, and they see what he does on the field. But what this young man is off the field is equally as impressive. Uh, he is a high character player. Uh, he, he is a great leader by example. Uh, he loves the game of football, but he's a three-sport athlete. He's 
the kid that really loves to compete. And I think that's as valuable as anything. Um, he comes from a great family. And, uh, you know, he's just a top-notch kid. And a lot of people gravitate towards him. But, you know, the great thing is is that we've got a lot of kids like that. Yes. I think that's really made everything work as well as it is. But um, it is, he's a special player. And it's been a lot of fun to watch him play over the last four years. Um, and and, and it's, it, moving forward, um, it's going to be exciting to see what he does for us. I tell you, another, another great kid, uh, this Walter Barrows kid, I mean, he wasn't – he wasn't on my radar early on. He was our player of the week a few weeks ago. What makes him special? I mean, he has a he he really is quick. Yeah, well, he's a track athlete. Uh, he was a kid that actually moved from out of state um, last year. I believe it was last winter, um, and had a lot of success in the track program. And it mentioned that he'd like to try to play football. I know he had, he had played previously uh, when he was living in New York and. Uh, came in and really kind of bought it, bought into what we were doing. And, you know, we, we had a team that had a lot of returning players that were contributors um, the previous two seasons. Uh, so just really trying to find a place where he fit in. And, and he is another young man who really bought into the team first. You know, he, he was, you mentioned he was the crunch player of the week uh, a couple of weeks ago, but he was our scout team quarterback. Uh, wow. The first week of the season, he was just a kid that, you know, we were trying to figure out where he fit in and, and, and let him earn some opportunities. And those opportunities have grown over the weeks. Um, and But he's a, he, he's been a really good teammate and, and wanted to help in any way he could. He seems to have that twitch, that, that quickness that's just uh, once, you know, he's there, you go to tackle him and he's not there. Uh, so we, we've enjoyed watching him. Your defense, though, has been locked down all season. Uh, run, pass. Everybody's struggling with trying to move the ball against uh, your defense. Uh, guys that stand out to me, John Kiker's a dude out there, number nine. And then uh, I believe it's Donovan Davis, number 55 in the middle. is a He's a stump. There's no moving him. And where he wants to position himself, you're not getting him out of there. And then Braden Andrews stands out. I know there's a lot of guys. It's, you can't mention them all. But talk about your defense. Well, you know, the good thing is we, we're rotating about 15 guys on our defense so uh you mentioned a few of them but the, the good thing is i could talk about all of them and how how important they are um you know i'm an offensive guy i was an offensive lineman in high school and college and i love the offensive side of the ball but i think anybody that knows anything about football is that you're only as good as your defense and um our defensive staff has done a tremendous job of, of getting these guys um and some great game plans, and uh, but the kids uh, have played so physical, and yes. you know when you're when you're putting 14 and 15 year olds on the field as freshmen, sophomores, like we did, you know the you know two years ago, it's tough to, to play that brand of football um, when you're playing against 17 and 18 year olds. But we've got some 17 and 18 year olds out there now, and they're physical, and they're you know stronger, and they've really worked hard in the off season and didn't give up on the plan. And, um, and they're, and they're led by some really, really good character kids who, and I think in this time and day is really lost in the game of football, but we've got a lot of kids that love football, not kids that are interested in it, but kids that really love it. And I think huh. you see that in how they play. Um, so, and then that's important. Yeah, that's interesting. It's almost a throwback. It's hard to say, but it's uh, almost a throwback to have kids that if you threw a football out on the parking lot, they'd be out there playing without anybody watching them. 
Uh, they just Without a doubt. they just like to play. Hey, now you you mentioned it. You played O line in your in your days. Uh, tell me, uh, talk about your line. How how good are they? I mean, that line has been good. Well, they've done a good job, and I think they're one of the units on our team that have continued to get better each week. And you know, we only start one senior um, on the offensive line, and bo- both of our tackles have started since their freshman year on varsity. Um, they're not a big group, you know. I think every year, every week we played this season, uh, they've been the smallest, you know, line that we've we've seen. But uh, they're a gritty group. They really, really care about each other. Uh, they're great communicators amongst each other. Uh, they do live in the weight room. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, don't be fooled by their size. They're they're strong kids. But uh, you know, we've really relied on them. Um, and you know, I've said this many, many times over the last twenty five years show me a championship team and you're going to have to see a championship line. And um, I don't know if we're there yet, but I think it, our kids have really, uh, the guys up front have really taken a lot of pride in their role on this team. That's great. All right. Uh, I, I know I can't hold you forever. I, I could talk to you forever, but uh, you got Stan, <laughs> you got Stanton River this week. And I'm telling you, they're loaded and, and people shouldn't look past Stanton River, but it's a tough, it's actually, I, I, think it's a rivalry game for you guys you're so close and the kids know each other so well talk about Stanton River I mean this one's going to be another battle yeah we every week of the season um we've played I think what was it out of 10 games this year eight of them played the playoffs including Stanton River um I'm not from the Roanoke area so I guess what they used to call the war on 24 yeah. or the rivalry there I mean there's obviously something there but you know, uh, Stanton River's beaten us the last two years. Um, they're a, a team that is in the playoff hunt, a team that knows what it's like to be in the playoffs, and that's something our team has not not experienced yet. Um, and they've got some multi, a lot of multi-sport kids um, like our team. And, you know, if you do any research on their team, they've got a lot of wrestlers in that wrestling program. Yes. It's an elite wrestling program. Um and they're winners, like uh, not just football. So, you know, our, our team, while we've got a lot of kids that know what success looks like on and off the field, um, they've got kids that have been proven postseason kids, and that's something we're still searching. So, you know, uh, the kids in our locker room, we talked about this last night after the game, is that they know how big this game is. I, I, don't, I don't need to hype this game up. I, I don't need to – you know, paint that picture on Monday to them. Uh, they know how important this game is. Um, they know that Stan River has beaten us the last two years. And um, so this is as big a game as any of them for, for us. And uh, they'll, be, they'll be excited about it. That's awesome. He is William Bird head coach, Brad Lutz, and the Terriers have got it rolling. Uh, coach, thanks so much for your time. I know you're a busy guy. Thanks for, thanks for letting us call you and, and do this interview. Really appreciate it. And good luck uh, moving forward. Well, I appreciate it, and I, and I really appreciate what you guys do for, for high school football. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm biased, but high school football is one of the greatest institutions a young man can experience in his life. And, and with, you know, the crunch and what you guys do to enhance that experience for kids and coaches and fans and communities and high schools, well, we appreciate you guys. So thanks for all you do. Thanks, Coach. All right, we'll talk later. All right, thank you. Wow. Okay. I tell you, um, Love talking to the coaches, but uh, Coach Lutz is doing such a good job. And, and uh, you know, he came here from Broadway. Sure. And, uh, you know, his dad coaches with him. I think uh, one of his brothers coaches with him. Uh, it's a family affair. And uh, 
and they take it serious. I mean, they play with a chip on their shoulder. Well, one of the things that, you know, really stuck out to me while you were talking with him two years ago, you know, it's hard when you have a freshman out there on the field playing against juniors and seniors, when you have a sophomore out there. But what you have to remember is these kids are growing into those positions. And you get to a point to where that freshman becomes a junior or a senior, yeah. And it's it's get it's time to get personal. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. He said on the offensive line that there's only yeah. one senior. I'm like, whoa, right? Baby. That's and pretty some, wild. Sometimes that happens to where you have to fill holes, and you're sitting there going, "Who do I fill it with?" And they're like, "Coach, I've got two guys, and they're both freshmen." Yeah. Okay, we've got to pick one of them. <laughs> Better yet, we got to take both of them and shuffle them in and out and. We've, we've got to build this program. Right. But you're watching a team right now, in my opinion, when you watch William Byrd, boy, this season's personal. This yeah. is a mm-hmm. personal season. Yeah. This is, you know, hey, I remember what you did to me two years ago. I remember what you did to me four years ago. Boy, they're paying a lot of people back this year. Absolutely. I like that defensive line. I like that offensive line. That that team is playing like a team. And, I, and like you said, they've got a chip on their shoulder right now. They're walking around with a little swagger, and I like it. Well, one of the other things that I heard him say, and I've I've seen it, I guess, on Twitter when he's put different statements out, but um, the thing I really like to hear Coach Let's talk about is the character of the players. Yes. And he, he, he always, every time Carl spoke of one of the kids, he normally always referred to their character before he referred to their physical talent that they had as a football player and right. and I just man that's pretty cool to um cuz I think once you instill that into a kid in high school and any sport they're playing how much character will help you as you move forward in life and that's a that's a big thing to hear a coach talk about as a kid's character and that's makes me I've always liked Izzy Harrison but but to hear him you know, he said not only yeah. is he a great athlete, he's just a great – his character is above, you know, and I, I was like, man, right. that's – those are the things I like to hear. Well, they've got a good game coming up this week with Stanton River. Uh, trust me, my nephew played for Stanton River. The war on 24 <laughs> – the war on 24 is a game that these kids get up for every year because this is – these are the kids – this is the P.H. Fleming rivalry. This is the Glenver Salem. This is, you know, you're right here in each other's backyards. You know all the kids. You played, you know, all the way from Pee Wee all the way up, and you you still know yeah. each other. And this is the one that you sit there and you go, ah, we got you this year, didn't we? Jimmy, how, how big is the Leftwich clan? I mean, every time we talk about something, Coach has a player. He coached <laughs> I was, there. I was he played say, there. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, what are we in our third season of this? And it's the first time I've heard him say anything that he had relatives at Stanton River. Yeah, no. And I'm like, man, my nephews this, went the, to Stanton River. The Leftwich clan yeah. goes out pretty far around this Roanoke area. The Leftwich diaspora is it's, it does. It's enormous. You it's know, enormous. We're, we come out of the woodwork, buddy. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting to hear your different things that call bug know, man you can't uh, get rid of us you know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right so uh we're doing the show uh, a little bit differently we needed to get to coach lutz before he needed to leave so uh, now i want to circle the wagons from the games last night and just get a comment or two from everybody uh here in the studio so real quick coach uh, what what caught your you were at the fleming botata or yeah, no, fleming yeah fleming botata game that's okay. the game we did last night yeah you know what's catching my attention right now Look, 
we are only right now two weeks away from the playoffs, getting you know getting these teams set for the playoffs. Two weeks left in the regular season. Guess what, boys? It's time to put up or shut up. <laughs> and because a lot of these teams right now are just points. Yes. Out of the playoffs. Decimal points. That's it. <laughs> I'm talking, and the way this system works, I'm talking NASA is working on this system Ooh. right now to get it to where we figure out who makes these playoffs. It's crazy. I, somebody knows this math. It always gets me at the end of the year going, how did that happen? Yeah. And a team will pop up in there and everything. But no, now's the time. You you better get ready. You better be playing your best ball. And we're watching a lot of teams from this area. Boy, they're playing good ball. Right yeah, they're now. playing good ball. Yeah. You know, it's funny the the Virginia High School League. The formula, the thing that makes it complicated is you get points for who you beat, right? And you get points for sometimes who beat you. Yeah. And so it is a math problem. It's crazy. The calculus is 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 fantastic. Right. All right, good call out there. All right, Dave, the boss, Ross, what uh, grabbed you last night? You had, you had a good game. Yeah, it was a very good game. Uh, two outstanding defenses. I mean, it was a, it was a, a rough uh, game in terms of trying to score points. Um, and you look at uh, William Byrd, and uh, uh, first chance I had to see him in Harrison, boy, he is a – this kid's not only good at, at – Offensively, but uh, defensively, mm. he'll do special team. He'd do everything. I mean, he's uh, outstanding. And uh, Braden Andrews is a good running back. Also, can, uh, plays good defense. So, I mean, they have a they have a really good team. But Franklin County was no slouch either. No. Uh, they've they've played tough football as well. So it was a it was a good uh, high school football game. Dave makes me want. I'm going to go out and watch that game. Once yes. it's on at three o'clock, it'll be on CrunchHSSports.com. Check it out. That 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 game was a battle, and uh, you know it's just fun to be able to get to see another game yeah. that you maybe you didn't get to see live. Yeah, cut the volume down, set back, enjoy the game. <laughs> oh, here we go, here we go. Boy, the room's getting small again. All right, Jimmy Thing, what uh, what jumped out at you this last night or this week? Yeah, I mean, heading over to to see EC Glass and LCA play, you know, everybody, of course, you know Gideon. I mean, we, you know, he's going to get the ball. You know, most every guy on the team's going to try to tackle him, and in some cases, it took four or five to get him down. But I think the thing that jumped out at me is, um, you know, getting to see the quarterback uh, Jab Moon. He Started, you know, the game, uh, LCA received the kickoff, and he took it, you know, 85 yards for a TD. Hmm. And so here's a, a young man that I, I've seen, you know, play, and I, I was just surprised at his speed. And then I also heard, you know, uh, chatter around the, the field last night, you know, that he's quite a track star as well. And after hearing somebody say that, I was I, I could totally agree with that because he uh, – he took off, you know, there on that kickoff, and it, it appeared, and I even think E.C. Glass thought they had stopped him. And then he he shot out of the, the sidelines, and he went all the way down. And so it was interesting to see him. He actually scored the first two touchdowns of the game. So mm-hmm. if somebody would have told me that he would have scored the first two, I would have said, no, I would say Gideon will have one or two at the first. But but anyway. What's so. his last name? Moon. Moon. M O O N. Yes. So he took that first ball and rocketed it down the field. You, and he was, it was a moonshot. Yes, it was a moonshot. Yeah. <laughs> we need to nickname him the Rocket. Yeah. Boy, there he, you go. He, did, like he was, what, 13 seconds into the game? And yeah. Seven so, zip. 
So, so and, and you know he's he's a good little quarterback. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, he he made some great great passes last night and connected on some some long uh, a long TD catch. So. You know, Coach Rocco has like seven. I'm exaggerating, of course, but they have like seven college coaches right on his staff. Oh yeah. So if you're if you're playing quarterback, you're going to get a lot of attention because all the you know all those coaches over there. I mean, he played for Joe Paterno himself right. at Penn State. Yeah. So he knows a little bit about the position. It's interesting last night, Carl, uh, when Dylan and I were there, we were, you know, we always get our pickers for the game. So when we, as soon as we got inside of LCA, we were over near, um, you know, the concession area. And we, we happened upon. Shocking. We, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, you had to walk by to get on the field. Okay. okay. But um, we, we had three people. That we got, and of course, you know, we don't know who anybody is over there. And um, the first lady that we got, um, she was so excited to do the to to nice. do the, to be a picker. Okay. And then the other lady that was beside her, she was like, "What is this?" And so we told her. And then the the gentleman that came up, but but the interesting, the the first woman I asked to be a picker was Coach Rocco's wife. And, of course, I had no idea it was his wife. And I bet and you she looked at you and said, oh, you're Jimmy Whitaker. <laughs> no, I didn't have the – but I swear to you, I, I didn't have I, – I had my chances, and oh, I didn't. I should didn't have went into my Rocco voice with her just to see what kind of uh, thoughts she would have. But 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 my point being is I, I, I had Rocco's wife, which okay. she declined. She said, I think it better that I don't. And I said, yeah. that's great. <laughs> but the, the the woman who was so excited to do it, Carl, was Coach Rocco's secretary. Oh, and great. And she was, she said, we can't wait for the crunch to get there. She said, I always get it. She said, we wait every, you know, week for it to come. And so I said, you're going to be one of our pickers. And But, I mean, she was so, she was probably the most excited person to be a picker I, and that, that I've come across. Here's what, see, you've let me down two oh, weeks in a row right now. Perfect chance. You had the perfect I, the chance. song to be saying backwards. <laughs> backwards. Opportunity. You should have told the secretary and the wife, said, can you do me a favor and just turn around? I'm going to start talking to you in Coach's <laughs> voice. See if it sounds like Coach. And you yep. you had the audience well, right there. I agree. I, I missed my chance for the second time. But but I also felt like it maybe just wasn't the right right place. That's just me. Oh, here okay. we go. I, know. I just right. got there. You know, it was a nice night starting, and I didn't want to get any I'm surprised you didn't get everybody in the crowd there to say, this is crunch time, and yes. you're listening to well, Jimmy Whitaker I, on crunch time. I'm working on that, okay. I, and it's all coming. Right. That's all I can say is it's oh, coming. Oh, inside joke there. All right, my game last night, Rich Lands at Galax. I got a lesson on how to say Rich Lands. Okay. Uh, I said Richlands, and they said, oh, that's fighting words oh. right there. You don't say Richlands. It's Rich Lands. Okay, well, Rich Lands. They're playing Gullicks. That's how you gotta, you know. Rich Lands. Yes. Now they didn't. They don't call it Gullicks either. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Coach Allen controlled this one from the jump with Galax. Uh, uh, Tedron Tucker was a man. I, I'll talk a little bit about him when we get into breakouts. But it was just a fun game to watch. I got to see uh, R.J. Vaught. He's on the coaching staff. He won our right. uh, CP, CP York uh, scholarship. Last year, what a yeah. fine guy, fine young man, and and uh, he's doing well. You look good, and you know, uh, football players don't get too far from the field. No, I mean he's you know he's moved on. He's doing his life, but oh, he's yeah. coaching. He's coaching. He's helping Coach Allen, yep. and uh, just a fine gentleman there. 
All right, so Jimmy, let's, uh, again, we're jumping all over the place. Jimmy, give us the scores last night. Let's do that real quick. So here we are from uh, week nine. We had Lord Botatop 14, William Fleming 13, Rona Catholic 28, Hargrave 20, Narrows 60, Eastern Montgomery 6, Bath County 62, Craig County 3, Grayson County 49, Auburn 13, Alta Vista 48, Perry McClure 8, Galax 42, Richlands 7, Glenver 52, James River 7, Radford 46, Floyd County 0, Appomattox County 47, William Campbell 17, Graham 52, Pulaski County 24, William Byrd 18, Franklin County 10, Stanton River 42, Northside 14, Heritage 56, Liberty Bedford 0, Jefferson Forest 38, Brookville 14, Liberty Christian Academy 35, EC Glass 13, Rustburg 59, Amherst 34, Salem 51, Cave Spring 3, Hidden Valley 30, Blacksburg 6, Patrick Henry 30, Christiansburg 21, George Witt 55, Fort Chiswell 38, and then North Cross picked up a forfeit over Fishburn, and Taswell 60, Giles 33, and there you have the scores. A lot of points. Yeah, A lot, man, of, a lot no of big kidding. numbers there. All right, uh, talking about scoring points, how about the Salem Civic Center, one of our uh, sponsors that we love so much today? Don't miss the Salem Gun and Knife Sale over there uh, all day today, I believe. Um, the 27th, we got the Roanoke Symphony Orchestra, the sounds of Frank Sinatra. like it. And Coach will be there wearing his watch. Yes. Maybe. I will be. He will be. My fedora. And yes. his fedora. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Uh, October 30th, uh, DMV to go. I mean, uh, if you never used this, I yeah. mean, you know, we laugh about it, but I mean, it is so sweet. If you've ever waited in line, pulled a number, and sat in all those seats at DMV, right? DMV to go is the bomb. It's the way to go. It's the bomb. Yeah. Uh, October 31st, you got Paw Patrol Live, uh, the great pirate adventure. So for the youngsters, there you go. Uh, we got to call that out, the Paw Patrol. Jimmy, you want to? You'll be there at the Paw Patrol? I will not, but I'm sure it will be a full house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, November 2nd, we got a couple things going on. Cirque Italia, a water circus over there. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you know, uh, get, you got to get some circus in there. And then also, uh, same day, Cole Swindell. Look at uh, that. Man, what a great con. So, you know, they do a great job at the Salem Civic Center. Uh, you know, mark your calendars, get over to the ticket office, buy your tickets, get all set up, and... And, you know, it's so much, it's so great that you don't have to leave town always to, to see some great entertainment. So we really appreciate them over there. And don't forget, you can go by and pick up your CIAA tickets, championship tickets, as well as Stag Bowl tickets there at the box office. Very and good. And you can pick up the crunch. Exactly. Right beside. Right beside the box office. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So another great sponsor, Ginger's Jewelry. Um Ginger does such a great job over there. Again, I always uh, promote her. Uh, she's such a, a great lady. You know, they recently won Best in Roanoke Platinum Award, nice. uh, Best Local Jewelry Store. Um, People is their secret sauce. They have great jewelry, great rings, but really it comes down to people. Uh, long history of support, trust, uh, just wonderful community supporters. Uh, if you have an important purchase, you know, wedding ring, uh, engagement ring, you know, something, an anniversary gift. You need to start with Ginger. Yes. Uh, if she doesn't have it, she can get it or she can make it. Look at that. I mean, they do all kinds of really cool stuff over there. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, 
real quick this time. When we come back, we're going to have the first part of the segment with legendary coach Bob Christmas. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. CIAA football is back in Salem. The Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association football championship game returns to Salem Stadium on Saturday, November 11th. Come watch the winners of the Northern and Southern Divisions battle it out for the right to be called champions in this storied conference final that dates back to 1912. Come for the tailgating, the game, the halftime band pageantry, and the fun. Kickoff is at 3 p.m. Saturday, November 11th at Salem Stadium. So come get your tickets at the Salem Civic Center box office, or you can get them at the gate on game day. What's the deal with all these stink bugs? Well, here's the deal from Bugman. The official name, Haleomorpha halos, commonly known as the brown stink bug. Arrived in the U.S. from Asia in the mid-90s, and now they're everywhere. Duh. And we really notice them as it turns cooler because these little stinkers love the warmth and shelter of your home, and they can find their way through the smallest little crack or any opening. And if you grab one of these to throw it out... P.U. Something stinks. If you're sick of these stinkers, call Bugman 345-2200. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com. At Boxley Materials, we have a long-standing reputation of fair pricing, reliable service, and a willingness to work closely with our clients. Let us show you how Boxley can work for you. 1-800-442-8878. Boxley is a proud supporter of high school football in Central and Southwest Virginia. Interested in joining our team? Visit boxley.com forward slash careers. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Belleville, and Roanoke. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Are you ready to make a bunch of money without going to college? Check out how Southern Air apprenticeships can jumpstart your career. HVAC technicians, plumbers, and electricians charge hundreds of dollars per hour. Southern Air will teach you how to make your time this valuable, and we're hiring now. If you're looking for a job after high school and don't want to rack up student loan debt or spend your parents' retirement on college, check out Southern Air's certified trade apprenticeships. Start your career debt-free and ahead of your peers with Southern Air today. Your HVAC fix since 19. 46. Apply today at Southern Air Online. Southern Air, a proud sponsor of sports in Central and Southwest Virginia. 
This is Tater Benson with MKB Realty. For decades, my game plan was to win. Win on the wrestling mat, win on the football field. Now it's time to win in the real estate field. My coaching days are way behind me now, but my goals have not changed. Now the goal is to win in all of your real estate endeavors. Whether your transaction is big or small, I can handle it all. If you need a real estate agent who refuses to lose, put me in your game. Call me direct. Tater Benson with MKB Realty, 540-353-7173. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Jay Harlow today at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future results. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Crunch time, everybody. Uh, we've been waiting uh, the whole show for this. Uh, this is uh, at an interview. He uh, here with legendary football coach Bob Chris from Amherst County, but uh, most people know him for his uh, long-time stint at Jefferson Forest. Uh, he's had success everywhere. Let's give uh, Coach Christmas a listen here. The legendary uh, coach Bob Christmas from uh, well, actually he, he retired from Amherst County last, but before that, uh, as many people know him, he was the Jefferson Forest head coach. And then, coach, you were you've coached a lot of different places, including a good stint in Georgia. Tell us tell us where you coached. Well, I started off coaching. My first job was in Florida at a little Christian school. We had about 25 players on the team. Wow. And uh, I got beat the first game I ever coached in. I got beat 70 to nothing. Oh. And we went 0-10 that year. We probably had the toughest. We were a first-year program. Probably had the toughest schedule in the state. And the next year, we were 5-5. Five and five. Uh so I left there and went up to Liberty University as the defensive end coach. We were running a, a, a 5-2, a 3-4 scheme, so outside linebackers. And I coached three years at Liberty, uh, was raising, had young kids, a young wife, uh, and I just felt like I was away from home too much. Yeah. And so I resigned and I took the job at, at uh, Lynchburg Christian Academy, now Liberty Christian Academy. And I was the head coach there for seven years and uh, left there and came to Jefferson Forest. And uh, I guess that was probably in 88. Okay. And stayed till nine, nine season, I guess through the 90, maybe the 97 season. I was at uh, Jefferson Forest. Uh, we left here. My parents were getting on up in age. They were living in, in North Florida. Uh, Panama City, and I took a job at Bainbridge High School, which is in South Georgia, about an hour and a half from them. And I coached for four years at Bainbridge High School. Uh, felt like I wanted a little different atmosphere to re- finish raising my kids, and yeah. I took a job at North Hall High School in Gainesville, Georgia. And they were a down-and-out program. In fact, they had the lowest power rating in the state. Oh, wow. And uh, what a blessing that was because I left 32 seniors, rising seniors at Bainbridge High School uh, on a team that had just upset Lowndes County, which was preseason number one in the state, the largest classification. 
course, we had Valdosta on our state and Colquitt County and, and those people. But we had 32 seniors coming back. But I just really took football out of the equation. I said, where, where do I need to have my family? Where's a good church? Where is uh, good schools? And I went to uh, Gainesville, Georgia, up in the north side of the uh, county of Hall County at a school called North Hall. And we spent 13 of the best years uh, of our life raising our kids. And uh, we actually became the fifth winningest program over a 10-year period in the state uh, there. And just just had a tremendous time. I took Georgia retirement and came back to Jefferson Forest. Uh, (laughs) I was here for the 2014 season, was my first season back. And... uh, just had a great time here. It was like coming home. Decided to uh, retire, mm-hmm. and uh, and again left a bunch of seniors. Uh, you know, we had coming back Hackworth and Cupid, and uh, you know some really good people. And we had just been fortunate enough to beat Salem in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, then got beat by Glass the next round. A uh, really good Glass team. But I uh, had them coming back, but decided to go out to Amherst. I was able to hire my two youngest sons, Kevin and Matt, to be on the staff. Uh, Kevin had been uh, working with the football team at Georgia in the weight room wow. uh, as a student assistant. He hired him as my running back coach and my uh, strength coach, and uh, Matt became my defense coordinator. I was able to take Coach Landis out there with me. I hired my old defense coordinator from Bainbridge High School who had just retired in Georgia, uh, Donnie Revel, to come up and to coach with us and uh, just put together a really good staff there at Amherst. And, of course, COVID hit after that first ah. year, and it was just a real uh, tough thing to try to build a program yeah. with all of those restrictions that were, we, are, we were under, but really felt like we made good progress. And... Uh, just felt like after 48 years of coaching that it was time to uh, 45 as a head high school coach and then my three years at Liberty. I felt it was uh, time to uh, to retire. 48 uh, years. You don't look 48. You still look good. You, you look young. <laughs> well, I appreciate That's that. That's amazing. Uh, you know, it's, it's uh, what a storied career. You're, you're, you're all over the place. Let me, let me go back, though. Let, where were you born? Where were you born and raised? I was born in Miami, Florida. Football really big there. Football's always been my love. And uh, so went to the University of North Carolina. That's where I met my wife, Peggy. We've got six children. You know, just been blessed. The Lord has been very, very good to us. That's always been real important to us is to raise our, our kids right, to raise them to know the Lord. So that's always been real important to us. And I've always tried to put family first, which is hard coaching, yeah, to be honest with you. But, you know, that, that was really important to me. Yeah. As most head coaches feel, you know, that, that becomes another family. That Whatever team you have, you have a, an extended family a lot of times. Was your father a coach? No. No, my dad uh, was the greatest man I knew. He's passed a long time ago. He died at 95. He'd be 115 right now. <laughs> it seems like just a few years ago, uh, he, he had five people in his graduating class in a one-room schoolhouse in the panhandle of Florida and no college education, but really made something of his life. And That's great. just a fantastic uh, man. But uh, Ashley never watched me play a football game, you know, but 
you know, just a really neat man. I never doubted his love for me. I just never, that was never important to him. But I had some coaches that were influential in my life in high school. So when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, that was kind of the obvious choice. Oh, well, I love hearing Coach Christmas. That's so interesting. And that's the first segment. We've got another segment coming up a little later in the show, so stick with us. Uh, but it's so interesting to hear these legendary coaches' stories and what they think and how they coach. And, and uh, we've got several segments of Coach Christmas. We're really looking forward to all of them. Um, all right. I want to talk about a sponsor right now uh, that uh, mean, is near and dear to all of us, especially Jimmy, because Jimmy gets to eat there all the time. The Dogwood Restaurant. Love the Dogwood Restaurant in Venton. Uh, if you haven't been there in a while, you need to get over there. Uh, the food is fantastic. It's like mom's cooking in the back. Uh, Keith Poff, Jamie, Jessica, Dave. Dave has to be walking oh, on air because of know. bird success. Yes. A big bird fan. Mm, yeah, and, that's true. And Carmelita in the back. What a sweetie. Make sure you, you say hi to her. She makes it all go. But just great food, great service. Atmosphere is, is fantastic. And Jimmy, what did, what did you have for lunch? Yeah, Carl, I, I will say I had a, a sad moment. At the oh, dogwood, okay. they run out of something. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they did, and it was it was such a sad moment that um, they ran out of cornbread. Really? Ooh. Yes. Okay. And, uh, but I bet you, with, you within about within about you. two minutes, <laughs> the biggest skillet I've ever seen in my life came out of there with a pig, you know, thing of cornbread in it, nice. and I got. Uh, a chunk of cornbread that I probably could have fed a couple of people. Okay. And but anyway, coach, that was about the time, you know, I was dealing with the the trauma of no cornbread. Okay. And then you called and then Carl called and all I'm thinking is is I just want to eat my mashed potatoes. We're just checking in. We're brown just, beans and cornbread and coleslaw, which is what I had. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we need to know Jimmy's schedule for when he's going to be well, at the. What have we learned from this? Dogwood. If if you're a fan listening and Jimmy is eating at the Dogwood, do not approach him. <laughs> <laughs> Un unlike Coach, who says, "Come up, get your picture made with me." Yeah. Yes. Don't don't come up to me, especially <laughs> when the cornbread's <laughs> coming out. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all good there. Uh, we have a lot of fun on this show, but really a great restaurant. Make sure you get over to the Dogwood. They do. I I'm telling you, the the food is fantastic. Uh, and it's unique. You're not going to find it anywhere else. I mean, that's there's only one Dogwood restaurant. Yeah, and you can now see into the expansion. Mm. So they've got the doorway yeah. cut in there now, so you can start to see how that's coming along and everything there. So they're getting they're it's getting moving close. Along. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Is the Crunch booth done that has our name on it? That Jimmy, have you noticed? I haven't brought that up with anybody over there. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk with. <laughs> He's Pete. trying to get that, cornbread. You know. yeah, yeah, I'm just keeping the cornbread coming at <laughs> the moment. Right. Everybody can thank Jimmy for the cornbread. All right, let's talk about some games last night, a little more in detail. Um, first one I want to talk about, Salem 51, uh, Cave Spring 3. Peyton Lewis scored five times. I yeah. mean, this was a pretty good game. It was 14-3 to early. Right. Uh, the first play of the second half, Peyton Lewis breaks it 52 yards and uh, never looked back from that. Um, but, uh, you know, Cave Springs really had a good season. Uh, they've got a good team, but, um, you know, Salem just has so many athletes. Yeah. They do. So many weapons. They do. Uh, you can stop some of them for a while, but they're going to keep coming at you. And, and they do a good job of spreading the ball around. But am I wrong here? <laughs> and and tell me if I am. And Jimmy be the first one to do it. Oh. Tell me if I'm wrong. With Coach Holter, though, 
after that first game, Salem got into this mode of, you know, really putting some points up. But you feel like because Jefferson Forest is doing so well, Bird's doing so well, it, Salem has kind of it's been a little quiet on Salem. They just keep winning. Oh. You know what I'm saying? They just keep winning. Other teams are kind of deflecting away from them. And, you know, look, I love Coach Holter. The man, you know, always says, look, we're a pretty good team too. And yeah. he's got the athletes and, you know, the mules and That's everything right. over there. But you feel like Salem's been kind of quiet a little bit. They're winning their ball games. They're, they continue to move. But other teams are kind of taking some of the pressure off of them. Are you saying that's a plus or a minus? I'm, I'm saying it's a plus. Oh, okay. I'm saying it's oh, a yeah. plus. I, w- I wouldn't want to play Salem. No. I'm telling you. No, I but. I wouldn't want anything you, to do with them. Especially, and I, I, I would say that after that first loss of the, you know, the first loss. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted anything to do with them after that. Right. Because I, it's that mindset right now that you sit there and 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 I and I'm guilty of it. Salem's not the first team I look at right now. I'm looking to see what Bird did. I'm looking to see what Jefferson Forest did. I'm looking to see, you know, and it's because we're not used to those teams being as successful as they've been in the past. And Salem just kind of keeps doing what keep they're turning. doing. Silent killer. Silent killer. They yeah. only have one loss. Exactly. First game in the and it was two I mean, LCA. Could have went either L- way. It could have yeah. went either way. It was so yeah. close. Yeah, but yeah. boy, they're they're so talented and they're so good. And you know, we we watched Peyton Lewis last night five touchdowns. Uh, there's a reason he's a D one player. Yeah. The interesting thing that you speak of Peyton and and you think of Gideon, everybody in the stadium knows they're getting the ball. I mean, that's the yes. amazing part to me is that they all know. The ball's going to them, and most of the time, they still can't stop them. Right. Well, and, and it's that it's outside wild. with Peyton. If yeah. Peyton gets to that outside because of that speed, that track speed, see ya. Yeah. He's it, gone. It was funny last night in the LCA game to watch how EC Glass never, and, and it was smart, right. they never would punt to Gideon. He was always back there. Sure. He was the only one back there, but they would never punt the ball to him. Wherever he was standing, the kicker kicked it as far away from him as possible. And there was one occasion last night where the ball did one of these funny bounces okay. and it rolled for a little while. And you could, I, I, I had my camera on him and you could see there was this brief second that he thought about picking it up. And I mean, he didn't. Right. And I mean, I'm glad he didn't. It wouldn't have been the right thing, but, you know, he just never got the chance to, 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 have a punt return. Yeah. So, and I'm sure the same thing happens to Peyton. No one wants to kick to him. Sure. Yeah. And it's got to be the, just that mentality of, hey, if I get this ball, I'm gone. Yeah. See ya. Peyton, Peyton Lewis makes one guy miss it's, and it's over. It's over. Because you, yeah. you've got to get close enough to him to where he doesn't get into that speed. If he gets into that gear, right. then you might as well turn and run and hope that maybe, you know, he makes a cut somewhere and you can you can clip him. Yeah. Uh, because once he gets going north and south, it's over. Yeah, but it's, I just feel right now Salem is kind of mm. quiet. You know, they're Ooh. they're winning by huge margins. But I really think because other teams in the area are having success, Salem is, you know, a lot of attention is being taken off of Salem some, looking at Bird, looking at Jefferson Forest. You know, 
you just feel like okay, like Jimmy said, it's a silent killer. They're gonna they're gonna get you. Yeah, and I they get you every. I wouldn't want them. Well, and they've got their quarterback back. Eli Taylor's yes. back behind yeah. center, and he can really sling it. So now that they've established, you know, the run game, which they're always going right. to establish uh, with Savion Jones and and uh, you know Peyton Lewis and every and and they can move Chris Martin back into a position where they can not out of quarterback where they can use his skills too. Sure. Uh, with Eli Taylor back there, once he gets comfortable, he can really throw it, and that's going to help him go deep in the playoffs. I know last night the comment that was made when the score started to come out that Salem was getting away from Cave Spring. Yeah. It, the comment, you, that's all you hear is, oh, this is going to get ugly fast. Yeah. Hey, just a, an interesting thing only because I, I see it every week when I go into Sports Haven. Um, it, it's really interesting when you think of Salem. Yeah. Uh, you, you think of Chris Cole, and, and it's so interesting to go in there to Sports Haven, and you look in there, and there's about three University of Georgia um, helmets okay, with his signature on it. S- small or full yeah, size? Yeah, they're small. Okay. Is Robin Bennett wearing one of them? <laughs> I don't think Robin could get his big head <laughs> in that thing. But. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because, RB. again, well, it is a small helmet. Oh, I don't think anybody helmets? could get their oh, helmet in. Oh, it's one of the miniature yeah. helmets. So that is no reference to the size of uh, his <laughs> okay. head at all. But, Good recovery. But, but my point being is it's pretty cool because Shane, who's in there yeah. at, at Sports Haven out of Hollands, I often look at him and I said, "Man, if we just knew what you know he was going to do, sure, that that purchase anyway would be a nice purchase, and well, it may still be a great pro an athlete was going to perform so right. many years down the road. But it's pretty cool to see University of Georgia Hellman in there with his signature yeah. on it. So just a kind of neat. Take the chance. That's right. You know that that's it because, like you said, we don't know. He may get get down there, and next big thing you risk, know, big reward. You got it. He's a first round dropper. Yeah. He's know. such a salesman. He's like, take the chance. I I, take the chance I can't on go the shopping with Coach. Right. You know. <laughs> take the chance. Take the chance. Write on the him. check. Yes. All right. So uh, Salem over Cave Spring. Glenver fifty two to seven over James River. Jimmy, uh, his son Graham was at that game, and he's going to recap it for us. I mean, it looked again like it was the Brody Doyot show, and Shane Gibson had a game. Um, certainly, and and also uh, yeah. a special touchdown. Yeah. So so just a quick uh, quick overview from from Graham Whitaker who was covering it, and also TJ who was photographing it. But uh, Glimmer controlled the momentum from start to finish during senior night against James R- James River. They scored about every possible way you could. Uh, Bryce King punched in a 17 yard field goal to get the storing started. Uh, just some quick stats. Um, uh, Glimmer. Uh, found their stride with uh, Brody Doyot connecting with uh, Reed Hutchinson for two TDs. And Doyot, Cooper Mullins, uh, and Shane Gibson each scored a rushing TD. Gibson also recovered a bobbled night snap in the end zone after his rushing TD and scored twice in nice. 15 seconds. Good day. Wow, that's pretty. That's a pretty yeah, wild. That's a, yeah, yeah, that's a career for a lot of people. You're not yeah. kidding. You're not kidding. So just some quick stats. Uh uh, for for rushing, uh, Cooper Mullins, uh, he had 12 carries for 60 yards and a TD. Shane Gibson had five carries, 59 yards and a TD. Uh, quarterback Brody Doyot, uh, five carries, 30 yards and a TD. And then if you look real quick at the, the passing side, uh, you had Brody going eight for 12 for 118 yards, two TDs. Um, and then just a quick shout-out, because you don't want to, e- even though the score was somewhat wopsided, you – 
you want to uh, point out something great that happened for James River. Yeah. Uh, the longest TD of the game came from James River quarterback Evan Byers connecting on a perfect 67-yard pass to wide receiver Trey Taylor. Awesome. Taylor broke a few tackles to finish the job getting James River on the board in the fourth quarter. So, uh, although there may not have been a lot of highlights for James River, what right. a what a great memory there for them to get the score, the longest catch and run. So, uh, but a great you know great game obviously by Glenver and uh, good effort by James River. You know the thing that stuck out to me last night, and there's always that one thing that you're like, okay, how's this game going to start? Mm-hmm. Last night, Glenver they go out for the coin toss. All of the Glenver guys have the just the jersey and you know nothing no underneath. Pads. You know, no short sleeve. Okay, it's chilly and everything. And then you look over at James River and they have the literally the black shirts underneath their jersey, like it's four degrees outside and they're cold already. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this isn't going to end well. These guys are, you know, it. They just had that look like Glenver was like, we're going to hurt somebody. Yeah, tonight. yeah, yeah. Well, I hate to say it, but I would have probably had the big black sleeves on <laughs> yeah, no, if it had I'm been saying. me. <laughs> but that, but that's how Glenver was last night. They were flexing, like, look yeah, at us. Absolutely. It's cold, and boy, it's not going to affect us. We're going to get out here, and we're going to nah, win. It was football weather last it's night. It was football yeah, it weather, was. yeah. That's yeah. correct, yeah. All right, another game. Patrick Henry, 30-21 30 over Christiansburg. Again, both starting quarterbacks on crutches. Joey Beasley for PH and Tanner Evans uh, for Christiansburg. Uh, sorry to see that. It looks like Tanner's done for the season. Yeah, towards ACL. Towards yeah. ACL. And, yeah. and, uh, but Joey Beasley should be back next week, we think, Wow. for PH. Um, game started off with a, wow, 35-yard uh, field goal by Sam Dowdy uh, for PH. Yeah. Uh, and then you had a, uh, I believe his name is Xavier Joplin, Joplin, 75-yard kickoff return mm. um, for uh, Christiansburg uh, to, to put them back in the lead. Then Quale Carter. Um, yeah, you know it, it's amazing in this game. There are so many fourth down plays, right? That PH got achieved. You know that yeah. they they got the first down or got the touchdown or whatever. And Quale Carter was in the middle of many of them. Uh, Marcel Murray had a, a nice game. Right. Uh, the running back for PH just a, a good player. And then Isaiah Cotto at uh, at Christiansburg moved to quarterback. Sure, number ten. I thought he looked good. Um, Matt Annis. Um, running back number 14 had a TD run that tightened it up. It got to be where it was 16 to 14 again. Yeah. And then uh, Murray had a long run, 25 yard run, set up uh, uh, Carter again on a one yard TD, moved it to 23 to 14. Uh, Cotta then came back, finished off a long drive again, back to right. 21 20. So it's a good game yeah. back and forth. And then, um, and then you had the long, uh, Carter had a long, uh, Fourth down score following a kickoff return, the long kickoff return, and a short uh, score uh, again from the two yard line. So that's the way it finished, thirty to twenty one. But um, this is one of those games where you feel like, okay, teams have to learn to play without their star, right? A lot of times, and see who steps up and who can play. And they both did a good job. If I'm Alan Fiddler, I'm I'm literally setting somewhere this week, going, okay, <laughs> how do I work these two quarterbacks into a system? To where they don't know who's going to throw that ball. Yeah. Because, boy, Carter has done an extremely good job with Beasley being yeah. out. And he made reference last night. I heard him say, you know, we get our we get our guy back yeah. next week. But I, I would sit there and say, look, I'm going to put both of you guys in the backfield side by side. 
and the center will know who the ball's going to, and that guy will know. But you know, you're not going to know who that ball is. Like a double to. wildcat, exactly. And you're not. And man, I would mess with teams left and right right but now. But they did that last year with with Webb. They did. Yeah. You know, they and, did. And, but and, you know, a one-two punch with those two guys. Right. They could do it again. They could do it again. And I and I tell you what, rolling into the playoffs with these two, you know, kids, the way that they play. They're going to be dangerous. The only problem is if Carter's playing quarterback, he's not playing wide receiver. Right. So mm-hmm. he's such a great athlete. If he's playing wide receiver, Beasley, Beasley got can get him target. the ball. Yeah. And you know you you got another athlete out in space that's causing problems. But I, I I love the fact he had the long run last night and he got knocked out of bounds on the two yard line and the coach said, "Hey, keep the ball." Get into the end zone. Yeah. You were that close to the, the end work. zone. Yeah. yeah, you did all the work. You're going to reap the rewards. And- well, I bet you one thing. Coach Fiddler will figure it out. He'll he'll know exactly how to, yeah. to make that scenario work, which is uh, which is great. So congratulations to, to, to PH. But it was interesting to see their two quarterbacks, you know, on the sidelines. That, right. that was interesting to see. And I hate that for uh, – I hate that for both of them. I really hate it for – Tanner, yeah, because you know he's such a great baseball player that he is. I'm not sure how that will bode for yeah, him and that's as what far he wants as recovery. To do the, he wants yeah. to do that at the next level. So yeah, um, but he's a tough kid. He'll be back. Oh yeah, you got it. So. Uh, William Bird, we talked about this one, 18 to 10 over Franklin County. Another close game, tough, tough game. Uh, Bird uh, got going. It was six to three, and then Bird. Uh, Braden Andrews had a five-yard touchdown. You had Lane Shoemaker that had a one-yard score, and then Hairston broke a 59-yarder right. off. I mean, but the guy, you know, for, for Franklin County, uh, they added a touchdown to their field goal when uh, uh, Davenport, the quarterback, hit David Casey on a 55-yard tee. That David Casey, he catches the ball in space. Sure. You're done. You're cooked. Yep. You can't catch him. Right. And uh, he's a great athlete. And I tell you, if you're playing Franklin County with – uh, Haven Mullins back there and David Casey, what are you going to do? I mean, you yeah. can't double both of them and then also defend against the run. Right. So, uh, and, and you know, Davenport's a good quarterback that can deliver. The only thing that I would like to see with Bird, and you, you got to see him up close last night, Dave. The only thing I would like to see, put a little bit, you know, a few more points on the board. Because that defense is so good and that defense will carry you, you know, f- for a part of that game. But, you know, you feel like, man, these these games are so close for so long, and then you kind of get – I'd like to see, you know, some points up on the board where you feel like they're a little bit more comfortable in that game and not relying so heavy on that defense. Well, th- this isn't Dave, and I'll turn it over to Dave here. Okay. But, but for me, Coach, if I'm the coach, as long as my points are more than the other teams, I don't <laughs> no, care how many it is. That's fine, but you feel like, you know, going into half, what was the score going into half? Six. Three. Six, yeah, three. it's six, six three. three. They're all close. You you feel like you feel like there's going to be a team that may get you down the road because it is such a you know strain on the defense sometimes, and you feel like okay, let that offense click a little bit. Let yeah. that offense click a little. But bit. But there's another side of the coin. If you always win in close games, you you start to get this confidence that. We're going to win it if it's close. Oh, no, I get it. So when you play better teams and it gets right. close, the other team's starting to panic a little bit because they're used to running away from people. Bird will not. Yeah. Bird's like, we've done this right. nine times in a row. Yeah. You know, I, I get it. It would you know, probably be nice for them to blow somebody out. They don't blow anybody out. Well, I don't want you to they blow win, them out. But, but I, they win. Yeah. Just, you know, put me some points up on the board to where that defense doesn't feel like it's got to. 
Absolutely. Control that game. Uh, Lord Botetot, man, survived 14-13 to 13 over William Fleming. Uh, you know, Fleming uh, jumped out 7 to nothing, And then uh, Jakari nicely on a fourth down play again, tied it up uh, on a nice run down there in the goal line, 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, Botetot went up 14-7. to seven, And then uh, Jaisir Preston uh, found Omarza Gray. And it looked like it was going to go to OT. Yes. But, we were heading that way. But, you know, in high school football, these extra points are so critical. And the, right. everybody takes them for granted. Oh, they just snap and kick it. There's a lot of moving parts to these things. You got it. The snap was a little high. Yep. It the holder looked. couldn't get it down. And then they almost coached what happened. About a yard away from it. They got the ball to a player. Player went down about a yard out from the end zone. So it could have been a two-point play there. Could have won it. Could have won this ball game. Well, here's the thing, too. It wasn't like Fleming didn't get the ball back. They got the ball back. Right. And with like 30 seconds left on the clock, the young man tries to throw the ball out of bounds. It ends up getting intercepted. Mm. The kid, I'm talking, the kid literally slides up underneath it and catches the ball going out of bounds. How about that? And so next thing you know, victory formation. Botetato worries me right now <laughs> because I feel like they're they're limping yeah. And I don't feel like this is the botetot we saw a couple weeks ago. And I don't know what's happening. I don't know. Watching Harless and watching what they're doing, I feel like this team is so good and they have all these weapons. But, boy, something something's not clicking right now. I'll, tell you, what's, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. They're playing good teams. No, William I get that. Heard William Fleming are good quality teams. I get that, but it's I don't know something to me looks like it's missing right now with them, and I mm. and I don't know what it is that that I'm watching. But this isn't. I feel like this isn't the Lord Balatat that I saw okay. a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> send all your emails. To- send yeah, please. Hey, send all what. your emails to Coach Randy. Don't worry about it, Jamie. Just keep winning. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> exactly. If you can keep winning, doing what you're doing, keep doing it. Yeah. But I, but I feel like something's not. I, I feel Coach, like you're, you're asking a lot of everybody. You, you want these teams to score a few more points. <laughs> you want these other teams to never maybe happy. not limp. He's never yeah. happy. Never happy. W's aren't enough. I'm very no. angry. W's aren't enough. <laughs> All right, my game, Galax at Rich Lands. Uh, Galax just manhandled the Blue Tornadoes from the get-go. Could have been worse score-wise. Uh, Tedron Tucker, the big running back, number nine, just a nice game. 30 carries, 181 yards, four TDs. He carried, you You could tell how this game was going to go. The first nine touches for okay. Galax were Tucker up the middle. <laughs> okay. So you want to be to stop him kid. first. Can I see your playbook? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a hammer. Yeah. Uh, but I will say for Richlands, I, w- I was really impressed. Their sophomore quarterback, Andrew Boyd, didn't have a lot of time back there, but he throws a good ball. And uh, they have a sophomore wide receiver, Colin Atkins, I really liked. I mean, he caught everything in his area. One-handed, I mean, you know, mm. diving, jumping, wasn't afraid to go up in a crowd, and he had good speed. Uh, he scored That's a good combo to have for a Absolutely. quarterback and yeah. the receiver to be that age, to be Absolutely. hooking up like that. Good. So so keep your eye on Rich Lands moving forward. Uh, Jefferson Forrest, 38-14 over Brookville. Cam Parker, man, three touchdown runs, 12, 20, and 26, 89 yards total. Um, Cam McClendon kicked a 49, I think a 49-yard field goal. That could come in handy. Look at that. Uh, for them. It was either, I think it was 49. Uh, for Brookville, Whitelaw, 
77 yards rushing. Uh, McDaniel, um, Lincoln McDaniel, the quarterback, 7 for 1,631 yards for the Bees. The Bees have a, a really good team. They just out of kilter. They just seem like they just can't quite get over the hump. Yeah. But Jefferson Forrest is doing what they need to do to get to that right. final game with LCA. See, we keep looking. We're, we we keep can't looking look past, past that game. And, you got Amherst uh, next week. Exactly. You can't, you can't look past that. So you're right. But we're fans. We don't, right. you know. I understand. Um, so we 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 want we see things uh, colliding in the, in the future. LCA 35, EC Glass 13. This was uh, Jimmy and Dylan's game. Uh, EC Glass scored 13 second quarter points uh, to make it 21-13 at the half. Uh, LC answered right back. Uh, Davidson hadn't scored in the first half. Right. And then. The second half, he, yeah. he knocks off two touchdowns. Yeah, he had a he had a big play where it was like third and sixteen, and he went up the middle all the way for the okay. TD. I mean, he was, and I happened to be standing in the end zone, so I I got him from the time he got the ball to where he crossed over. But um, it was just something to see his speed because right. you know he he went right up the middle. What a tease. You see how he yeah. said that? He's got all these great photos. Go out and check it out. That's right. If you want yep, to see exactly. it. Exactly. You know, so good stuff. Um, now, Jeb Moon was the star of the game. You know, 84-yard, 85-yard kickoff return, a 5-yard TD run, a 20-yard TD pass to J.D. Murphy. Um, but, you know, the way Glass scored was through the air. Yep. Max Calloway, the quarterback, had an 8-yard pass to Jamar Smith and a 37-yard TD toss to Samuel Tracy. So, um, again... You're trying to figure out how to solve LCA if you're going to play them and EC Glass if you're going to play them. And these teams are studying these games to see what works and what doesn't. And it's interesting, too. You know, you talk of Gideon and, you know, Jeb, but both of them play offense and defense the whole time. So, I mean, it's it's amazing that, you know, they're on the field the whole game and, and still moving as well as they do. So, um, yeah, it was a good evening. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you feel like Clemson's calling, going, "Can you take him off the field rest every him. now and then?" You know, yeah. rest him a little. Yeah, I don't know. They hey, probably- and speaking of, there was you hear him, you hear everybody talk about what a great offensive player he is, Gideon. But there was a sack he had last night that I swear, I mean, I was standing back behind the quarterback, and I saw him coming. Okay, and I mean, it was <laughs> the 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 ground he covered. And how quickly he covered it, and how hard he hit the quarterback, was was something to see. Was something to see. Outstanding. All right, um, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have the second half of uh, the interview with uh, Coach uh, Legendary Coach Bob Christmas. So stay with us. You're listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, 
and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. At Virginia Western, we have a lot to offer. An amazing choice of programs available online or in person, both day and night, that range from four weeks to two years. Job credentials, professional certifications, associate degrees, and bachelor's degree transfer programs. And you can do all that here for less, with affordable tuition and a wide array of funding support that makes college free for many that qualify. We are Virginia Western, and from here, you can see your future. Hey, Roanoke, it's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. During Trucktober, reserve your Tacoma, Tundra, or one of our six different SUVs. Or take delivery now of one of our in-stock Highlanders or Tundras. In addition, every pre-owned truck will be discounted. Have you banged up your current truck? The Haley Collision Center is now the only Toyota certified body shop in the Roanoke and New River Valleys. It's Trucktober here at Haley Toyota. And remember, Haley has trucks for less. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise Financial Advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise Private Wealth Advisor Stuart Barnes with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, at 540-769-0052. That's 540-769-0052. Office is located at 3130 Chaparral Drive, Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. time everybody hey uh, at the end of the show we're going to talk about this hail mary solution i don't know if we'll have a solution but we're going to all chime in on what we think is best but if you have a, an opinion uh let us know um you can get on coach what are you on face greg roberts yeah, facebook roberts. greg roberts live facebook you can uh, send your comments through that and let us know uh the end of that west virginia houston game that hail mary goes up in the air do you bat the ball down you tip it up in the air. You what possess do you do? it. You possess you, it. What do you do? Yeah. So interesting question there. All right. We're going to have the second half right now of uh, the Bob Christmas interview. Um, so give a listen to Coach Christmas. When did you decide? You know, it's funny. It's for coaches. It almost seems like you have to decide at some point that you're a coach. I mean, sometimes kids are coaches, even when they're coming up, you can just see it in them. They, they can strategize and, and figure out things and they like that part of it. When did you feel like you were starting to go that way? Well, I was a terrible student in high school. <laughs> the only thing I loved was football. And uh, so I was just really fortunate. I had to go to a community college for a couple of years because my grades were so bad. <laughs> but then went to the University of North Carolina and it just was kind of the obvious thing that I wanted to be a physical education teacher to coach. Yes. All through college, I'd coach, you know, rec league teams and uh, 
just loved every aspect of it. Just the strategizing, uh, you know, working with kids, every part of it. And, and I'm, I'm one of those guys that have been so lucky that I woke up every morning, just about every morning anyway, couldn't wait to get into work to do what I was doing. So, you know, 48 years seems like a long time, but I, I really, I loved every minute of it. Well, that's fantastic. So, uh, what sports did you play in high school? You played I football. Played, I played football in high school. Kind of interesting story here. I, I didn't have the size to play at the University of North Carolina, but that's where I wanted to go to school. And so I went to the wrestling coach and asked him if I could walk on the wrestling team. So huh. I did that at the University of North Carolina, and he was kind enough to let me do that. And uh, because I wanted to, I, I loved competing. Mm -hmm. uh, but football's always been my love. So when I graduated, all I wanted to do was be a football coach. What, uh, what position did you play in high school? So I played linebacker in high school. And really, when I was coaching at Liberty, I was the outside linebacker coach. So really, uh, I love defense, and I still do. But guy that really had a tremendous influence on my life, you know, Tom Dowling was the head coach at Liberty at the time and was, was really like a CEO. So I learned so much from him on organizing your year, your day, everything about practice schedules, all of that I learned from him. But a guy named Bill Ross was a defensive coordinator at Liberty. Bill's passed now, but what a tremendous football mind. So when we, we would travel, we would room together and we were on the bus together or on the plane together or whatever, and I wore him out. And I just constantly, I was a young coach and just constantly asking questions. And uh, so Bill was really instrumental in helping me formulate my offensive and defensive because he was the de he loved offense but he was the defense coordinator right. and so I really he played a big part in in formulating my offensive and defensive philosophies so I, I was just fortunate to have men like that that really mentored me yeah I, I think there's a tremendous need right now you know a lot of your older coaches are retiring and head coaches now I read a statistic I think about 40% of head coaches in every sport are five years or less as a head coach and unless they you know had that been fortunate enough like I was to have some men mentor me and teach me yeah I think there's a real need for coach mentors right yeah. now so you know some of this kind of been on my heart, but uh, I, I was lucky, real lucky, to, to love what I did and then also to have some men in my life that I learned a lot from. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about uh, coaches. Who, who would you say, or maybe there's a few, who are the most influential uh, coaches? You talked about one there uh, uh, that you picked his brain every time you went somewhere. Was there a coach in high school that played a big part in your life? Was there you know, was there somebody, maybe, maybe it wasn't anybody you played for. Maybe it was just somebody that you yeah, admired. Yeah. You know, I think the two that I mentioned were the biggest influences. Yeah. Uh, my high school coaches, you, you know, it's been a long time ago. I graduated <laughs> in 71. You know, they were influential in my life. Uh, but from a football standpoint, uh, I think those coaches were the big influences in my life. And, and then I've always had a and I think this comes from my dad, ironically, because he never played sport, about work ethic. Mm -hmm. and, and I've always felt like that there was one thing that we could control. We may not have that as good athletes as someone else, but we could control how hard we work. And I've always believed that we could outwork people. And, uh, and I got our players to believe that. 
And I think that plays a big part in our success was our kids, because I think confidence comes right. from knowing you're, or at least believing that you're outworking everybody. And I think that gives you confidence going into a game, believing you can beat anybody you, you go up against. Plus, I would think that if you, you invest that kind of time and that kind of work, uh, you want to get something out of it. <laughs> so you, you know, you're going to say, hey, I worked really hard. I, I, you know, I want a good result here. So it has to have served those young people so well uh, in their lives after football, after sports. Um, you know, I think the, the, the biggest thing right now, uh, now that I'm retired, you know, and, and you know, all coaches, we work our butts off because we want to win. We're competitors. Right. I mean, let's face right. it. But the thing right now that I think I get the most satisfaction from is running into players or players' parents and, and, and you know, that player saying, you know, Coach, it changed my life. I, I, you know, I am where I am right now because of the program that you had. And I think that that, because, you know, we, football, to me, is not an end in and of itself. I think it's a means to an end. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's probably one of the greatest tools there is to take boys and to build them into men and uh, to, you know, to teach them how to be successful in life so that not only are they successful, but they got joy in living life. You know, they're happy in their yes. life. And, you know, I think that comes from hard work, from struggle, from getting back up when you've been knocked down and, you know, all those things that uh, sound like cliches, but they're really not. I tell you, it sounds like cliches, but they're really not. You know, yeah. you get knocked down, get back up, hard work. Love hearing Coach uh, Christmas. He's got a lot of knowledge, uh, not just for football, but for life in there. And we've got uh, a few more shows uh, um, that we'll play in later shows of Coach Christmas. It was just a great interview. Really appreciate him and thank him so much. Um, all right. Uh, and another person I want to thank, nice segue, is yeah. uh, Virginia Furniture Market. Just a fantastic place to, uh, if you're looking for furniture, you got to start with Virginia Furniture Market. There's a, a store in uh, Bedford. There's a store in Christiansburg. And they have a number of stores out in Rocky Mount. Uh, just a, a fantastic, I like to see what I'm going to buy. You know, sure. I don't always want to go online. I like to sit in it and try it out and uh, kick the tire, so to speak. Don't kick the furniture. No. Kick the tire, so to speak. You, you know. got it. And uh, they've just got a great selection out there. And, Coach, they got a lot going on online. They do. VAFurnitureMarket.com. Right now, fall saving event is going on. Also, college students, you get a discount Ooh. just for being a college student. All you got to do is take your ID and show them. You will get a discount. Simple as that. If you are looking to put your dorm room together for next semester, I know we're getting close to, you know, semester being over. Right. If you're looking for furniture for your next semester, VAFurnitureMarket.com is where you start. Go in, bring your ID. You get a discount just for being a college student. Awesome. Look at Very that. good. All right, so we posed a question earlier. I posed a question about uh, the uh, Hail Mary Pass. Um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to do the Jimmy thing right now. When we come back, we're going to give our final conclusions on that. And if you want to chime in, please send us something here to, to do at the end of the show. But... Um, uh, let's go to our Jimmy thing this week. Jimmy, what you yeah, got? Yeah, so again, uh, I always like to uh, spread the love around as far as the Jimmy thing's concerned because we, a lot of times, just focus on football. But yeah. I've had the opportunity uh, to be able to get to speak to some of the uh, volleyball players around the Roanoke Valley and was fortunate enough to uh, be able to get to talk to uh, Shay L., who is a senior at Hidden Valley. 
And so let's hear a, a little bit about what uh, what Shay has to say about my funny four questions. So I'm here with Shay L. and with Hidden Valley. And Shay, what position do you play in volleyball? I'm a middle hitter, middle blocker. A middle hitter, middle blocker. Mm-hmm. All right, so Shay, I'm going to ask you four little funny questions so our viewers and listeners can get to learn a little, little bit more about you. So first of all, uh, what's your? Are you more of a chocolate or vanilla girl? I'm definitely more of a vanilla girl. Ice cream, cake, everything. I like vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. Okay. All right. And the second question I'd have is: Is you go into Bellasinos, are you more of a pizza girl or grinder girl? Definitely pizza. Cheese pizza for sure. Yeah. Okay. And the third question is: Is tough one. Is what is your favorite vegetable? I would say carrot. Carrot with ranch. And then the last one, which gives us a chance to get to know a little bit more about you, Shay, is what's an interesting fact about you that many people may not know that you can reveal to us now. Okay. I used to be a baton twirler my whole life growing up. Up until a little bit in middle school, I, uh, I was a southernette. Oh, <laughs> yeah. darn. So here you have it. We're, I'm with Shale, and that's my Jimmy thing. You know, it's so hard to twirl a baton. Have you ever tried it? I did. My mom used to do it when she was in high school. And she was, and she tried to show you? There's a book here in Roanoke that, uh, <laughs> there's, Mayor a, there's a vision that I, I can't get out of my mind now. <laughs> major, um, can Mayor, I see that? Yeah, yep. major, um, major, major. Mayor Ed? Harris oh. put together the history of Roanoke, yeah. and they've got a picture of my mom as a majorette. Oh, that's leading cool. one of the parades, and she's got the baton doing that's the baton. Cool. Now that vision is okay. Just the vision of you twirling a baton. But hey, that was great to get to hear from Shay and. Uh, you know, who would have ever known? I would have never known she was a baton twirler. So that's uh, that's great. And it's nice to get to uh, to learn a little bit more about our athletes here in the Roanoke Valley. And again, I would give a, a quick thank you to uh, Bellasinos for sponsoring the Jimmy thing. And I would encourage you to go out um, to visit Bellasinos either in their Daleville location or here in Roanoke. And they're celebrating 20 years and go in. Uh, have a pizza or grinder, and uh, thank them for sponsoring the Jimmy thing, and thanks to the Fortners. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Awesome. All right, I want to do the grade eight debate here real quick. We got to get that in. Um, last week, my grade eight, number eight was E.C. Glass, number seven, Christiansburg, number six, Patrick Henry, five was William Byrd, four, Radford, three, Salem, number two, Jefferson Forrest, and number one, you got to beat them to get them out of the top spot, LCA. Um, this week... Little drum roll. Um, first out, EC Glass. EC Glass drops out of my eight uh, with a, with another loss, even though it was to LCA. Number eight, hanging on right there, Lord Botetot. Number seven is Christiansburg for me. Number six, Patrick Henry. Number five, William Byrd. Four, the undefeated Radford Bobcats. Number three, I've got Salem. Two is Jefferson Forrest. And number one, the Bulldogs, the Liberty Christian. All right, debaters. Uh, Coach, what do you got? Did you put JF and uh, LCA there just because the game's coming up? Did you have that? No, I did not do that. I'm not I'm not creating um, Are you, uh, are you creating this no, monster I'm of not, a game? No, I'm not. They're both undefeated. And uh, it's going to be, you know, it just happens to be one and two if they get there. Yeah, no, I feel like you could take Salem JF right now. Uh, again, I think Salem is being extremely, you know, quiet right now, being covered. And I, I think with Salem and JF, you can, you know, uh, definitely Radford, William Bird, I think is there. PH is there. Um, 
Christiansburg mm. right now, you're yeah. kind of like, uh, you don't know. Uh, we'll keep them in this week just to see what happens next week. But you feel like Christiansburg has big hearted guy. Yeah, he is. You He's know, like, yeah, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little I'll room you- here. But you feel like they could go either way right, right now. So right. I'm good there. Okay, Dave, the boss, Ross. You got any changes for us? You you like our our positioning? Yeah, pretty much. Because you look at uh, LCA. I mean, uh, it, it's hard to question that. Uh, Jefferson Forest Salem both playing excellent football. I was impressed with uh, William Byrd. Uh, yes. To be honest with you, when seeing them, PH I've seen. So it's, you know, it is the time of year with the next few weeks. So a lot of this will get sorted out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And these districts will be won or lost in these last couple weeks. All right, Jimmy Thang, what's uh, Jimmy's yep. got his I, list. Yeah, I have, I have my list. And I, I'm following you pretty good. One, two's good. I still would move Radford in front of Salem since Radford's undefeated and Salem has one loss. But okay. then after that, I'm I'm good with what you got, York. You like Bird, PH, Christiansburg, Botetot? I do. I think Botetot's just hanging on though to be there. Like I said, I didn't. I just don't feel something's not right there with Botetot. Botetot again. Send those emails to Coach it, Randy. Yeah, no. <laughs> and trust me, if if you're seeing the same thing I'm seeing, and you can tell me. Let me know. I just, I don't know. I feel like You'll something's You'll be glad to there. address all those emails when they come <laughs> yes. in, uh, especially from you, Coach Harless. I love fans. <laughs> Very good. Very good. I'm not sure they would be considered fans at that point, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> There's an upside and a downside. So. <laughs> love and hate pay the same rate. <laughs> close line. <laughs> like, yep. Very good. All right. So uh, my question posed at the beginning of the top of the show, the beginning of the show, uh, was what is the right play on a Hail Mary? Right. Um, and... I uh, I actually posed it to uh, my good friend uh, Steve Newberry um, at Newberry Ford okay. over in Parisburg because I know he is the West Virginia Mountaineer uh, interception record holder, and he also coached high school football um, after that, and he has a car dealership, and I see him from time to time. And uh, he said that he always coached his kids to possess the ball. Okay. Which was counterintuitive to what I thought I was taught when right. I played, which was to knock it down. Yeah. Just try to get it out of the mix. Uh, but you're seeing such good athletes now. They they cluster up down there. These guys are, I mean, it's like a pack of wolves. You know, if you knock it down, there's no guarantee that it's going to fall straight down. Yeah. Uh, you could have an athlete scoop it up and catch it before it hit the ground. Right. So um, his thought was if you possess it, if you're aggressive, that you have a better chance of controlling the outcome. My question back to him was if you stop the momentum of the ball, now you have a ball that could be wrestled away from you. Sure. Or, you know, the velocity is gone and what are you going to do? Uh, he didn't move off his position. I understand. Uh, so, Coach, uh, what, what was your – what did you – did we – did we have some more comments, or where where did you land? Uh, look, I I've always been taught to spike it down, yeah. to knock the ball down to the ground, keep it away from anybody. Uh, once that ball touches the ground, it's, it's over. It's over. You got to get the ball down to the ground. And you know, even Dan Fouts earlier said, "Look, we you've got to possess the ball." Right. Uh, any batting could be a foul, so Ooh. they could call a penalty. And there as well during all this. That's mix. another. So uh, that's something else to bring into the mix is yikes. that, you know, is this pass interference? Is this, yeah. you know, so Dave, when you were uh, playing ball, what did they teach you? They, they, they threw the ball, right, Dave? 
they did throw the ball, and they I didn't have to worry about it because I didn't get anywhere near an interception, okay? <laughs> so he that's was, it. He was an offensive-minded guy. He no, was down there. No, it wasn't, and there it is. Just try and figure out something. That a boy, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like getting Dave stirred up. <laughs> exactly. Jimmy, what do you think? You said uh, your position was bat yeah, it down. Yeah, again, my position was to just bat it down hard to the ground. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's where I fall in. Awesome. All right, I want to go quickly over next week's games. We're uh, wrapping up the show here real quick. Franklin County at William Fleming, Stanton River yep. Bird, Northside Botetot, Blacksburg at Patrick Henry, Hidden Valley, Pulaski County. Christiansburg at Salem. It's going to be a good one. Glenvert, Floyd County. Allegheny, James River. North Cross at Hargrave. Uh, that's scheduled. Jefferson Forest, Amherst. Heritage, Easty Glass, LCA at Brookville. Rustburg, Liberty, Bedford. Nelson County at Alta Vista. William Campbell at Dan River. Giles at Bluefield, West Virginia, Thursday night. That's the Thursday night game. Okay. Radford at Carroll County. Let's see. Twin Valley at Eastmont. Marrows at Craig County. Auburn at Eastside, George Wythe at Grayson County, and Fort Chiswell at Galax, Cape Spring, and Catholic are both off. Nice. So, hey, it's been a great show. Thanks, to everybody. I uh, really appreciate Coach Brad Lux coming on. Appreciate uh, Coach Bob Christmas and his interview. Uh, for Coach Randy, Dave Ross, and Jimmy Whitaker, I'm Carl York. Keep crunching. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's, it's all, all for, for him. him. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com.